Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye, and I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to talk about pack mentality, which is a collective mind that is not a conscious collective mind, but it's more of an unconscious thing oh, yeah. where we can at times blindly follow the thought of one person. Mm -hmm. And typically, it's that, that one person, um, at least in the context of what we're referring to, is usually kind of dense or negative energy, what we would call negative, but yeah. someone um, that has like a strong energy like that. It, and that expression, it just takes one bad apple to make the whole batch bad yeah, or whatever. Rotten. Yeah, yeah there, there is uh, a lot of truth in that, how mm -hmm. much we can contaminate. I have seen people go and have a lovely experience and then they get to talking about it and they realize there were these three little three minute long things that were not completely perfect and so just by talking about those three things for any length of time it starts blowing it all up. Uh, the whole thing was then awful. Well, uh, pack mentality, not to be confused with an addiction to video games. Pack mentality, yes. that would be. Yeah, uh, is yet another form of hypnosis. And it is yet another method by which you can lower your IQ. We have so many of them, and they are so addicting. Fear, anger, guilt, etc. will all lower your IQ. You will not be able to think. You will not be thinking, certainly, in an ascended manner. Mm -hmm. And uh, this program is dedicated to the idea of uh, an effortless ascension, of uh, becoming more conscious, creating a new world out of the uh, debris that is... Um, constantly being generated by these low-frequency um, morons that are charismatic and take over and, and uh, just get people to do things. And then eventually you're going to wake up, because you are, and we've seen uh, spending a lifetime here waking people up. A lot of people wake up very angry. They do. They're upset because they have been horn-swoggled. Now, how, what happens to the horn during the swoggling we're not sure, but it definitely will take you off. I don't want to find off. out. Good, yeah. <laughs> so this idea of us being in command of our own life is more or less alien to us, and it's to the point where they are purposely breeding human beings to have uh, no individuality. I mean, this is what's going on. And um, it's throughout uh, the cultures on the planet. And the thing about it is, that's not going to happen, because no matter what you do, somebody in the group will discover their individuality. It, it, we're not built any other way. We're not. We're not manufactured that way. We come with an inherent individuality that will or will not be run over by pack mentality. And it's easy enough not to have yourself run over. You just go, no, you guys, have a good time. I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. And then you just don't say anything. You walk away. And so, but to have the IQ, to have the consciousness to the point where you go, no, we're not going to hang the guy for rustling cattle or whatever it is. We're, we're just not. It's not. I do happen to be sheriff, <laughs> and I'll kill anybody that makes a move that way. But no, it's just, it just takes one voice to undo the whole thing. Well, it, it really does. And yeah. I have seen <clears> it <throat> countless times where um, an experience will happen. Mm-hmm. 
And um, you know that whole idea of there being an alpha dog or an alpha yeah. in any given situation? I think that um, what's interesting to note is some people have that tendency to be the one. Mm -hmm. And if you find that you are that, the one that everybody listens to and congregates around, in a way, you have a higher responsibility to not lead everyone down that path, even if you are feeling that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know that just seems to be the way it is. But um, that that alpha, uh, mm -hmm. if the alpha is spreading that ne that lesser Negativity, view yeah. of the situation, it really brings yeah. it down. I've seen things where everything was just beautiful. It was a wonderful time. Mm -hmm. And then everybody stews and starts thinking about it and rewrites the whole thing into something horrible. Yeah, yeah. And I know that that stems from our history, uh, mm -hmm. our evolution, where we had to look for the lion on the horizon in order to survive. But we are conscious beings. We can change that now. That's the whole point. And, and have you ever contributed to that by by feeding into it, you're contributing to it, so you always have a choice. Yeah, so let us coin the term evil alpha. You know, <laughs> well. Yeah, no, I mean, you can just, you can dismiss. Cujo. All right, but uh, I'm saying that the, the people that are leading us down the garden path here, which would seem like a good idea, and for some reason that has a negative connotation, but the idea of uh, just saying evil alpha, um, is enough to dismantle that hypnosis that swept over mm -hmm. uh, you. Just evil alpha, just say it. it uh, d you can describe people like this. We've all had a boss, we've all had a politician, we've all had you know, some leader in our life that has been simply an evil alpha and thanks but no thanks, Dracula comes to mind. You know, uh, just this, uh, I'm not uh, a minion, are you a minion? No. And this is the whole point. The, the, uh, the evil alpha just hypnotizes minions mm -hmm. into... Um, well, also you could look at the, that um, place that, that people would choose to be at in their life as being a passive-aggressive bully, really, yeah. mm -hmm. because it is dislike or, or disparaging someone or something and then eliciting other people to get on board to agree with you to do this for you or to combine with you. So here is a challenge for everyone out there. If you encounter a circumstance where other people are attempting to get you to think differently and to dislike someone rather than like them, to combine with that thicker, syrupy ener energy, just say no to that and you don't have to challenge that person, you don't have to do anything, just don't do it. Just yeah. keep, keep your frequency. I think that the whole world would be very different. I mean, look at how this war happens. Yeah, yeah. This whole thing, it just, like, uh, there have been many times in, the, uh, in our United States history and all over the world mm -hmm. where all it takes is a few people in a position of power to have their own motives and they can, they can get people to climb on board with that murder and war just mm -hmm. by just flicking a switch. And it's really important that we do, we set up a flag. Are you being hypnotized into hating, into ostracizing and separating from from things, or are you thinking for yourself? So if you set up a flag, you're not going to be easily tricked into that. That's for sure. Bullying people isn't just teasing and calling them names. It can be contaminating the waters of consciousness against them. 
in whatever way. And it's usually your own hurt that's out there. Uh, but as long as you don't participate in other people's stuff, yeah. you'll, you'll be doing well. Well, yeah, absolutely. And we do have the power, and that's the point of our program, is to remind you, you're a powerful being. You really are. You create your entire life. And um, uh, very easily, um, we're, we're swept away. As we said, the, the, the concept of raising a flag, which we teach all the time on this program, uh, certain words in our language I associate flags with, and so when someone says the word, it doesn't put me to sleep, it wakes me up. So <clears throat> it takes a certain amount of, um, I've been at this for years, and it's, it took me a long time, because I didn't necessarily have a teacher, but the idea of, of someone using the word should, and I immediately wake up that I'm being manipulated. You should know that, you know, right? So this concept that um, we're in charge of this and in charge of our thoughts. And um, in uh, Despicable Me too, the evil alpha was, of course, El Macho, uh, who disguised himself as not so evil. But as soon as he got a hold of, um, um, what's his name's uh, minions, he turned them all evil, which is uh, more or less a child, if you're familiar with the movie. If not, it's an exciting movie in its own way, very entertaining for adults. I don't know what children get out of it. But nonetheless, the evil alpha, it's the end of the age of the evil alpha. It, we just cannot do this. It would have been all gone with the Nazis, the evil alpha, but it, this thing just keeps cropping up again. And the only way around that is to simply love it. And if you love it, it has no job to do. Uh, well, and also there's yeah. nothing to fund it if people don't fund it. It's like if you don't buy fear, no one will sell you fear. Mm -hmm. you, th people will Same sell thing. you what you buy. The, it, it's basically that. And sometimes it's just a matter of knowing that you don't have to buy into that. You don't have to contribute to that in any way. Mm -hmm. I think we get brainwashed into thinking that we do, that this popular belief or this yeah. thing. Um, there, th we talked, I think, last week or the week before where they did that experiment where they had a guy in a lab coat come in and tell mm -hmm. these people to press a button that would shock someone that had the, these electrodes hooked up to them. And because they were told to do this by an authority figure, they would do it. Mm -hmm. Now that is another example of pack mentality. And the bully, mm -hmm. the bully that, uh, when I was a kid, there was a, a kid in my class that seemed to just harass everybody and everybody was afraid. So if we're gonna call this bully now evil alpha or whatever mm -hmm. we call it, the reason people will fund that and sit and listen and support someone like that, thinking that it's, it's, it's love or whatever, is the evil alpha often works by come into my way of thinking and number one, you'll be safe from me and my attacks uh -huh. and you'll feel loved, you'll feel included in this cool group or whatever. So look at what it is that's attracting you to combine with other people's energies. And the people that are the target of this can be, it can be a very painful thing, extremely painful thing to be mm -hmm. ostracized. I think we have a biological component within us that finds that very painful. Yeah, true. And there's also the biological component in us to be part of the herd, to uh, go with... Um, uh, the prevailing view of things. And, uh, it, but you, as I said before, many times long ago on the show, uh, uh, would you mind naming someone who's average 
you cannot name someone who's average. There's no such thing. Uh, name somebody that's um, part of the group. Well, there's no possibility of doing that either. So if I ask you to name a genius, oh, well, Mozart, Einstein, the list is endless of people you can. So you have no individuality. If your name is taken away from you, you, you that's an incredible energy theft. And to be part of the herd, you don't have a name. You might have a um, name if you're the leader of the herd. Uh, even the good leader of the herd uh, has a name. But once you're part of the herd, you lose your identity. And that in and of itself is enough reason to just wake yourself up if you suddenly find yourself in a herd response. Now, the herd response was necessary when we roamed the plains, wore animal skin short shorts, and hunted with spears. Uh, but not so much anymore. I mean, you know, the, the, uh, the pack mentality is just not serving us well, well as, I think as it, a developing like species. It, that's true. Well, I think it could, though, if we use it for uh, the advancement rather than the, the, the devolving of us, if we use it for advancement, like, for instance, ultimately we are all one, so there is a uh, another kind of uh, mentality, I won't call it a version of pack mentality, but there is a place where our consciousness does blend and we are all one. But we must get there by going up rather than by staying stagnant where we are mm -hmm. and doing it out of fear. So thinking for yourself is really what this is all about and mm -hmm. what's right for you. And you don't have to, like a lot of people say, well, I don't want to go out there and tangle with people. And I gave the example of a long time ago, I worked with someone and uh, she had um, liked to talk about what people were wearing. And I really didn't feel comfortable doing that, but I also knew that this was my employer and to confront them really wasn't the uh, optimum thing either. So what I did is the Eleanor Roosevelt quote was so significant to me is, Great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, and small minds discuss people. So I elevated it to the level of idea. And I would do that all the time uh, early in the early days. I would just bring it up to a, a higher level. Yeah. So that's one thing you can do. You oh, don't yeah. have to fight against it. You don't have to be the target. Just transcend it. And then others will transcend it because you've demonstrated yeah. uh, this like ability. I said, Like I yeah. was saying, isn't so. it great? We can wear any clothing we want now. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so I took it into, up to a place where it was more of a conceptual thing. And she just said, yeah. And we got involved in another conversation. Yeah. And the way it is, this would be a grand piece of education we would offer on this program is for people to realize Eleanor Roosevelt's quote, mm -hmm. et cetera, but that you do not have to be sucked into the, and to please install a flag when you're part of a lynch mob. Please install a flag when you're about to vote. Please install a flag when you're, you know, everybody on the road is doing uh, well over the speed limit. So, and, but you know there's a radar trap because <laughs> you're psychic, that's why, and deny it all you want. And, um, and don't forget to say, I knew it. Now, and you be the <laughs> one that's slow. Be the one that's slow. It doesn't matter anymore. None of this matters. Where are you rushing to? And if the guy behind you is upset and, and you know, pushing you that way, <laughs> you know, you, you, he has no job if you love him for doing that. This is my whole point. Whatever it is that annoys us, if you love that, then it's out of a job. It, it, you know, its, it's job is to keep you from 
your connection to yourself, that's its job. If you remain connected to yourself, and if you're connected to yourself, you're loving everything, yeah? You know, otherwise you're not being true to your nature. If they want to sell you who you hate, <laughs> and that's what they do, they sell you who you hate. And um, yeah, it's just wonderful, isn't it? Have we all had a good time hating who we're told well, to hate? You know, another place, and we were talking about this earlier, yeah. and uh, you had an interesting title for it, but we were talking about just the, ad, uh, the invent, since the invention or the discovery or the creation of Facebook, oh, yeah. that, that kind of thing. And it's not just Facebook, it is like Amazon reviews or any of these other uh, reviews that people can write pretty much their opinion about anything anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so you get this like, dark side that comes up and, and yeah, there is no dark light evil I mean we talk about that all the time it's just mm -hmm. a, a form of description it's a a place that's unhealed it's anger over other things be, becoming surface there and it's not solving anything it's not making them feel better as a matter of fact uh, there is a lot of proof that toxic venting really doesn't get you anywhere if you talk about a trauma over and over again right after it happens up to like 30 days or seven days I forgot the number mm -hmm. but it actually bores a groove into your head even more mm -hmm. so if you don't talk about it at all it doesn't settle in the same place right. and so after that point you can talk about it and work through your feelings but there is a, a span of time where it's advised not to. Yeah, that's how powerful so, the language is. So to look at yeah but to look at how um, Imp uh, zap. <laughs> well, to, to look at how important it is to uh, know that your thoughts, your thoughts about these, these things really do make a difference and that if we just vent for the sake of venting, mm -hmm. we think that we're feeling better, but it always makes us feel worse. It just goes on and on and I on. Know. And so venting. So maybe what, what another challenge for people to do is go for this week until next week's show where you don't vent about anything. You can write down your thoughts in a diary form, but don't talk about them. Yeah. Don't let them be words that, that come out of your mouth and see how your mood is next week or That's see brilliant. how you feel about, you know, if things are bothering you at work right. and you feel like you need to vent. Uh, see, see how it feels and, let, and maybe yeah. call in and let us know. Oh yeah, that would be very good. Speaking of calling in, we are of course a live call-in uh, program and you can at any point you would like give us a call in because uh, your questions are very important to us. It, mm -hmm. it helps us to steer the show and we appreciate it. And any question that you would ask, you're asking it on behalf of many other people. That's and, true. Uh, so I was just going to read off the number. For uh, those listening to the, us recorded on podcasting, it's 571-749-1166. And you can call in even if you're not watching live on Thursday nights mm -hmm. on our website, telepathictv.com. You can still call in and yeah. ask questions. You may not be hearing what we're talking about, yeah. but you're welcome to call in. So the more we speak negatively about anything, the more the frequency lowers. Okay. And it was a brilliant suggestion that if you do not do that, you do not um, vent, and which reminds me, I thought of uh, a way not it's to vent, which would be called inventing. You get the idea there, right? Internal venting. Uh, because you can talk to yourself about it, but as soon as it's coming out of your mouth, it becomes uh, a yeah, command to manifest. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just to conclude sure. then 
that uh, so many years we have taught thought creates and where you place your attention grows, then this is what we're talking about on the show. If you do not place your attention and then verbalize it, place your attention on something negative and then verbalize it, because you will be creating it, the complaints, well, the command. That's true, but I, I would like to just put this in there too. What I'm talking about is the situations that you're not planning on changing and to talk about them, it doesn't change. Yeah. It is important to talk about things to make changes in your life. It's not about burying your feelings. It's not about just holding them in. Mm -hmm. Because just like when you squeeze a balloon and it shoots out one side or another, your feelings will too. I'm not saying to, to um, yeah. suppress them, but to funnel them in a format that's actually going to change something. Like if the other person or the company is not going to change, not willing to change, then take them out of the equation and make an action over here rather than beating a dead horse with it. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Okay. Yes, and so we are in command of our life True. far more than we know. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, Neville and Mary. My name is Lena. How are you? Lena, good. Oh, good. How are you? How are you? Good, good. Nice talking to you. Nice seeing you guys. Oh, you too. Thank you. Um, I have a question. I'm originally from Ukraine, uh -huh. and, uh, um, you know, a lot of people now know what's going on with the situation oh, of yeah. the war. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, I've been in the United States for the last 15 years and enjoying it. However, my roots came from Ukraine, so I feel, mm -hmm. you know, like... It doesn't matter what planet you are on, you 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 have to be compassionate towards people suffering, sure. right? Well, yeah, true, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, a lot of my friends they posted things on internet, on Facebook, everywhere. They talk about it, and uh, I, as a human being, I want to support it and also participate. However, my philosophy is that. Whatever you put your attention towards, it grows even bigger yeah, because you put exactly. your energy towards it. Yep. Um, how do I come with myself knowing that it's not just me being selfish and when people are talking about it and participating, I'm well, trying to ignore it, So, but at the same time, it's a fine line between feeling selfish and not engaging well, we're trying to explain people it's not the reason why you do that. Yeah, and that, you know that is such an excellent question. I, I can tell you you're speaking for so many people right now. And one thing that you may consider doing is if people are uh, looking to engage you on that level, you can say that um, I am contributing to this on, on a higher level, like I am doing meditations mm -hmm. of visualizing peace or, mm -hmm. or whatever. I mean, you don't have to tell anyone anything, but mm -hmm. it, the expression, I gave at the office, came to me. Like, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it just when I was young, people would go door to door soliciting contributions and various things. And so people would say, I gave at the office, because we obviously can't give to everything. Mm -hmm. Just like we have to pick and choose our battles, we also have to pick and choose our causes. Otherwise, we get ripped open, our guts ripped open, our you know, empathetic mm -hmm. self. So there's a great power in picking what it is you give your energy to and on at, at what level. Some people really choose to give at the level where they're sending food and helping people leave the country and stuff like that, like on a real physical tangible. Mm -hmm. Other people might contribute by lending emotional support. Others may by doing um, distance tapping for people that are going through this or the people that are really creating this to begin with. Yeah. And uh, other people might just hold the space of positive and uh, 
peaceful flow. Mm -hmm. And so make your decision on where you, what level you contribute um, to this. And I think you being from there, if you create peace in your life, you're, you're helping a great deal because you're tied to there. But yeah, anyway. and it's, uh, there was uh, in the, I think, 70s, something like that, when the Vietnam War ended, before the Vietnam War ended, what happened was people got bored with watching the war on TV. Mm -hmm. And so there was no more attention placed on it. Be and uh, that's <coughs> nobody seems to know that. It, it really is the way that works. The thought creates and where you place your attention grows. So uh, as also as we teach on the, this program all the time, the, um, uh, if you can have love for it, mm -hmm. then it no longer has a job. Uh, if we're uh, very upset about it, we're not paying attention to loving it. So if you say, well, you know, everything turns out uh, correctly, everything moves us forward, everything is chosen by us. So I love those people that chose to play those games. I love them for doing that. And now they don't have to do it. Right, because it's not resistance, right? Exactly, that's mm -hmm. the thing. If you mm -hmm. just have, uh, you know, my foot fell off. Well, I love that because I always wanted a prosthetic back both feet so I can sprint, you know, two twin, you know, those things. So whatever it is. I find it amazing that in uh, our days people have so much information about meditation, love, and peace, and they still, uh, but that, that's, that's life. Everything yeah. is contrast, and it's, it's, it's the beauty of it. Yeah. Yeah. However, it's hard to look at it when it's so visual, they show you horrible pictures and everything, so that's the tricks you know, TV and everything they that, play on us humans. That mm -hmm. is true. You know what? And we are designed to metabolize what we would experience in our life mm -hmm. that we would come in contact with. <coughs> Not everything that is horrifying in all the world, all condensed into one box on one TV show, we can't handle it and we're not doing anyone any favors. My suffering or your suffering or anyone's suffering doesn't aid in another person's suffering. It really doesn't. All it does is drag that down and create more suffering. So I would say the biggest thing you could do for yourself primarily is even do some tapping, even though I feel guilty about being happy and at peace, even though I feel guilty that I should be you know, uh, upset and hurt and, and all that. So give yourself permission to take in what you feel you can do and and, and just let go of the rest uh, because mm -hmm. we are made to feel guilty if we're not just feeling sick to our stomach over every little thing. Yeah. There's only so much that yeah, we can metabolize. Definitely being happy is something to be guilty about. I appreciate you guys yeah. and well, I appreciate you. how yeah, many people you reached and you're changing many people's life and my thank life. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. It was a blessing to meet yeah. you, Mary. Thank you. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank Excellent. you. Yeah. Lo lovely to hear from you. Thank you. Call. I tell you, that was such a wonderful, wonderful question oh, and a subject yeah. to bring up because that's exactly pack mentality. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to always be this evil alpha uh, or, or the evil thing. Mm -hmm. It can be people that are really thinking that they're doing some good. In the 60s, they had uh, Country Joe and the Fish. I don't know whatever became of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, hell no, I won't go. You know, what if they had a war what? and nobody came? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that, that really is the, the, our capacity. We have the capacity to just simply refuse to play the game. We have the capacity. We can do this. There is no reason for the world to be anything other than a garden 
there really is no reason for it. Um, evil apparently makes good money. <laughs> well, there's no reason for money, actually. We've said so, and I know this is such a major reformatting, well. but the advanced planets don't use money. Everybody could do everything they do because they love to do it, and the whole thing would work perfectly. Well, war has never been between soldiers anyway. Yeah. War has never been between soldiers. It mm. has always been between some mind. Uh, no, it's been b some ego, evil, whatever you called them, alpha, alpha, that had some agenda, and it's never been. Uh, my father told me a story when he was in World War II, and I, I think he was over in Guadalcanal or somewhere, and they had captured some Japanese soldiers and brought them back. And mm -hmm. my father was like just horrified, thinking, oh my God, are they going to shoot these guys right in cold blood right in front of me? Mm -hmm. And they got out of the boat and they were shaking their canteens like they were very thirsty. Mm -hmm. So my father, you know, the, his whatever commander walked over to him and he was going like, oh my God. And the guy just said, get these men some water. And so they were all in charge with guarding these soldiers. and. They all just talked all night. They brought them food. They were just men, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and just and people. that's an, like the ultimate example of mm -hmm. Pac-Man mob mentality mm -hmm. is where men, like even if you look at um, the Civil War, where men who are even related were, were starting to kill each other and stuff oh, like yeah. that. It's a, it's a brainwash. Oh yeah, completely. And the thing about it is there has mm -hmm. never been a war that hasn't been uh, an exaggerated fistfight between two wealthy little children that uh, got mad at each other. Uh, they needed another zero on their bank account or something. Or whatever that was. I, I forget the exact names, but the American Revolution was funded by the French because the French didn't like the English. And that was the reason. The French funded the American Revolution uh, yeah, because I they didn't like King right. George. They were allies okay. against... And so the Rothschilds if I believe the name is correct, funded the entire thing just to upset George for no other reason than that. And well, I believe Ben yeah. Franklin and, uh, went there and used that as a, a tactic to gain that assistance. Yeah. yeah, so no war that has ever been has been anything other than a fistfight between two wealthy little brats. No war that has ever been or ever will be is going to be anything more than a fistfight between two really wealthy in the shadows. We don't know their name, we don't know where they live, they don't know who they are, we're but that's all that we're is. We're a video game, essentially. Yeah, yeah, from and their point of view, it's but, a video but you game. See, if you took the possibility for mob mentality or pack mentality out of it, mm -hmm. or any pack mentality, mob mentality that goes against uh, what Human we consider being, being kind or, or, mm -hmm. or life-affirming, yeah. If we remove that, then nobody would do it. Nobody would go to war. We got a good uh, peek Hell at that no, during Vietnam yeah. where people just said no. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say that it's like uh, if someone came right up and, and said, come on outside and, and beat this guy over here with a, 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 a throw sticks at him, you're going to say, no, I'm not. Yeah. So why would we do that? Why would we do that? It's an interesting thing. And it all boils down to, like, well, what is behind that mob mentality? And mm -hmm. it's a fear of being victimized by the pack. Mm -hmm. So if we go along with the pack, we are going to be safer. But uh, when I, I think I started saying earlier, when I was a kid, I never understood how a bully could be successful at terrorizing 30 other kids in the class, whereas mm -hmm. all... Uh, 
all anyone had to do is just oppose. Yeah, use the mob mentality for their betterment rather than yeah. for their detriment. Stand up in class and address. You know, Facebook stands just the potential to be an amazing tool of communication, but it is falling rapidly into that. Um, Venting. Yeah, that and uh, people that want to put up, you know, it could be used as a great tool, but then again, we'd have to have the other end of that, the mind that would recognize it as the possibility. I wrote a short story about uh, uh, this kid decides to write the um, Constitution for the Planet Earth. We the people of the planet Earth in order to form a more perfect union. Uh, and writes it right out where, where it was country, it was just replaced with planet Earth. And he puts it on Facebook, and this is a short story I wrote, which is possibly becoming a longer story, will become a longer story. Anyhow, he puts it on the uh, Facebook, and it gets a colossal number of shares, and it, it just keeps going around and around the planet until finally um, New Zealand just incorporates it into their constitution, followed by the Scandinavias. The last two countries to ratify the planetary constitution were the United States and China. Okay, this is my story. And then once uh, all of the countries on Earth had ratified this constitution, the flying saucers landed all over the planet, all of them humanoid, all of them saying, oh, you can see our home star, it's right there in the belt of Orion. You can see our home star, it's right there in the constellation Lyra, that's us. And they were all people. They were the taller, perhaps, certainly better educated, certainly more in touch with their heart. And we were just, you know, <laughs> that there were no nothing like that. And so they began to take us for rides to their home planets. And then well, you know that just the conclusion, oh, sure. they said, well, we, we're, now that you're a united planet, you must elect a galactic, uh, a representative for the galactic government, and therein lies the story of what happens in the, the rest of the... I was just yeah. saying it, it makes sense, because what you're talking about of being w of one mind, instead yeah. of separate continents, separate countries, rather, and these divisions by oceans of water and yeah. cultures and ideas and languages, that it's yeah. becoming at one with yourself again. Yeah. And that once we become one, at our, one with ourself, we no longer have to tangle with the issues of self and what we call our ego, and then we are fully present. And we may call it serving humanity, we may call it whatever, but we mm -hmm. no longer consider ourselves as being separate from anything. That's the thing, And yeah. then when we get together at oneness with that, we get mm -hmm. bigger and bigger. So it does make a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, we've said simply forever on this program, what is the total number of families on the planet Earth? You can do this. What's the total number of families on the planet Earth? Do I have to, one, one, one family on this planet, one. And that's, and still our cousins on the other stars, even the local stars, stars you can see in your night sky. And yet people wonder if there's life in the universe. <laughs> Find some place that doesn't have life. Let's start that way. We've got lobsters that live We'd in boiling water under in the ocean bottom because they, uh, they're adapted to it. We'd actually be more hard-pressed to find real death in the universe yeah, <laughs> than true. life. Yeah, Equally, yeah. You know, because yeah. there's no such thing. If we even look at the physics of energy, never... Yeah, uh, it just changes it form. It just changes form, so yeah. um, that's so true. So it's quite a different place we live in than we might think. 
Well, here, here's something that's an interesting, another game, so our third game for tonight, is to create a pack mentality that serves everyone. Uh, I used to, um, during a period of time where I had a job um, in a, like waiting tables and I just really didn't <laughs> like that job that much, I would do these little experiments. And so I would go in and everybody was grumpy and so I would say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to start smiling and doing something kind for someone and see if I can spread that. And so I was pulling onto the beltway and everybody was like uh, uh, being very aggressive and I did something nice for someone, I helped them, I, I did that. And then I noticed that they started doing it and it just went on up mm -hmm. wherever it spread. Mm -hmm. So we can spread something that's really wonderful too. Yeah. Why not use this thing that already exists called pack mentality and use it to the advantage of all humanity instead mm -hmm. of to its detriment or to um, act out a fear that we may be having yeah. or some kind of a protective thing. Yeah, and, and to be on top of this enough to one, know that you can do this. You can do this. So start it you tomorrow, yeah. pick one thing and do it. Yeah, and um, that it's going to happen mm -hmm. too. It's going to happen. It's a matter of when, not will it happen. And three, you can start that right now. You can take somebody who, as you were just saying, somebody who's grumpy and you just smile at them. That's all you would have to do. And they can't, they can't do anything other than transmute because of that. If you just, um, years ago, Leah taught the method by which you can uh, beam love at someone, which is not, oh, I love you, which is a method, clearly, yes, okay. But um, Leah's method was you picture a, a love coming in through the top of your head and up through the bottoms of your feet. And you can do this in meditation if you want daily, but it really, really works. And you collect this love in a sphere around your heart chakra, and then you create a four-sided um, uh, grid. It doesn't matter, just, just you, um, you take this love and beam it from your heart chakra. Just beam it out. There it is. You don't have to say anything. Just you send love at whatever that is. Send love. Let's have everybody that would like to send love to the Ukraine. Just beam it in. Just accept it through the top of your head and up through your feet and collect it in the sphere of your, around your heart. And then just beam it. Beam it towards the traffic jams. Beam it towards uh, the cruelty to animals. Beam it towards whatever it is you would choose to beam it. But we are that powerful. We are who, um, this, this is our true nature, what we keep talking about on their show. Our true nature is that we're loving beings. And just wanted to put that, that point in that we're capable of this. We are capable of yes, it. Yes, we yeah. are. We are. And uh, people go, oh, that's too big. That's too much. We cannot do that. Yes, yes, you can. You just have to know that this is not, not anything out of scope. Yeah, yeah. get it. Yeah, mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. So uh, think of something that you can do, um, like to sprinkle in someone's consciousness as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like for instance, I'll, I'll give you another example. One time I started at this company and I was very grateful to have this job. Mm -hmm. Actually had two weeks leave. I'd never had any leave before, wow. paid leave. Mm -hmm. Had medical insurance. I'd never had medical insurance. I was so happy to be there in my very first day. Mm -hmm. Uh, people kindly in, uh, invited me to sit with them and have lunch, but the whole conversation was about these things that in my view at the time, I was so grateful to have and I felt that they were 
like, why would they not like that? I mean, why would they be yeah. complaining about this? Mm -hmm. But it went on. I, by the end of it, I started feeling like, oh my God, I really made a mistake by coming here. And mm -hmm. it, it, let, it just clouded my head and mm -hmm. I had to really get myself back on, on track. So why not do something where you go into work tomorrow. Let's say it's this horrible place. You go there and you're being driven into the ground and all that. Find one thing and say, oh boy, this is such a nice such and such. I love the fact that this company does such and such. Mm -hmm. And watch how that spreads. And what you'll find is it'll eventually spread to the people making the decisions. Mm -hmm. They will feel safe. They won't feel like the employees are this enemy or this force that I have to manipulate. They're going to say, wow, they're happy, they're grateful. Let me give them this. Let me mm -hmm. give them that. Because I, I've... I think that that really has a bearing on how much the employer oh, will give absolutely. the employees. Yeah, yeah. So we can all become agents of higher consciousness mm -hmm. just by our thoughts. Nobody has to know a thing. That's right. Just, are you beaming love at me? I thought so. Good job. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I think I, I also told you the story years ago. I've told this on the show many times, but it's along that line. Uh, there was this woman who, I, I don't know what her problem was, but she was very mean, let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. And uh, one night I was at a church in a meditation and um, it said to send healing to someone. And so I had a few people in mind, but for some reason her face just popped in, totally unbidden. So I did my version of you know letting it come out of my heart chakra mm -hmm. and just, just sending love. Nothing articulated in it, no command in it, other than just feeling the divine love flow through me. Saw her that next day at work, um, and she passed me in the hall, and she was like frowning. And so I just went in the ladies' room and, and sent some more uh, feelings of love. And she walked by me on the way out, and she smiled. And then she looked like she was concerned about what what what, what was that about? So she started frowning. And then she smiled and she frowned, <laughs> and you could tell that it was leaving an yeah, impact on works. her. Yeah, it works. And it just neutralized everything. Yeah. Whereas to get into a confrontation, it almost never neutralizes unless people are at a more state of higher consciousness. It really Much doesn't higher. solve anything. Yeah, yeah. No, but w any one individual could be the very last. I had uh, years ago in meditation. I had a very um, I, I battled uh, in meditation, I don't care, um, with this particular individual that I recognized as uh, a darker force, to be sure. And I followed this battle out into the universe, okay? And at a certain point, uh, this being had incarnated as a perfectly obsidian planet. It was absolutely black. Absolutely. I said, okay, this is the last battle. And I turned myself into a spark of light and I landed on that black planet and it became light. It was like a, a mm. you know, this sci-fi thing. And that was the end of the battle. I've never cared or thought of that person in a negative way. I love him for having been that dark that I followed that that far into the future. Mm. And uh, I am, um, know for a fact that's all reality and it's not um, difficult because any one of us can be that spark of light in the darkest possible place. Darkest possible place. Mm -hmm. Sucked light. Yeah. And on that note, the Which duck. was be But yes, sharp. well heard, well heard and well said. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm.
Okay, so I'll start out doing those two mm -hmm, readings. Sure. Here's our Dangler Extraordinaire. <laughs> duck and cover when the duck comes. <laughs> okay, so tell the people in your life how much you love them, starting with you. Show your love. I love you. I love mm -hmm. you, everyone. And I got re remember you can choose how to feel and how to react to situations in your life. You are the master of yourself. And that's very true. Mm -hmm. And these are Mary's magical message cards. You can play them online. There are 97 cards in that deck. So, okay, so I'm going to do my first reading before we take calls for Greg. And let's pull a few cards here. And then I have another one and then we'll get to calls. Okay, so higher view. Um, one of the things that I felt almost immediately when I was stepping into to the, this energy were, were lifesavers. And I'm not sure if, um, at, at any rate, I was just seeing some lifesavers. And in the past, for me, they always represented nurturing and love. My mother used to leave lifesavers under the pillow because she worked when I was a child and I rarely got to see her. So she would, would leave them and that's how I knew she was there. And so um, interesting that I would see those. And the first card is talking about looking at things from a higher view. And what I'm getting from this is that the things going on or the things that you're thinking about are really part of a higher, larger pattern and may even include other lives and reasons for things. And that part of the not knowing how someone else feels, it can be, it can be very, um, it can make you feel uh, unsafe or unsure, like you don't have your footing. And so what it's saying is to uh, just rise above that and not let that bother you so much. And it's, um, the next card is inspiration, um, you know, getting creative with things. I really do feel that in context with, with your question that this is talking about, if you were to look at this from a completely different perspective, perhaps put uh, all the players that are in any circumstance in your life, that's important, but put all the players there, like a chess game, and orient yourself from these different angles, like from different people, like put yourself into the life of another person and say, why would I be acting this way? And I think if you were to do that, you would see that another person may have some fear, and that's why they are behaving in the way they are. And this is a card of joy, and it's talking about that no matter what it looks like, everything has unfolded in the highest possible way for you, even if it looks like there could have been another thing. And that it might actually be the other person that's holding the file open. Um, and I will email a little more about that. Okay, so now I'm going to do one for Tanya, just for her birthday, and then we will get to calls. And boy, that card was... Okay, the first card is talking about divine timing, and that this is a great year for you to start uh, creating those things that maybe you had been thinking about, but also to throw away things that you don't really even want to do anymore. You might be thinking that you do, but it's really time to let them go. The messages coming from all kinds of sources, from spirit and from your guides, I think you're getting very clear signals. It just feels like walking on a new path. And it's not something that's real unfamiliar to you. It's something that you've thought of and you've wished to get out there. And now's the time. 
and the communication is also saying that. To widen your circle of communication, to put it out there in a bigger way. So thank you and happy birthday. Yeah, I love the illustrations on your cards. Oh, yeah, thanks. Well, the drawings, they may look a little primitive, but I actually no, did that with all. an ancient Photoshop type thing, mm -hmm. and uh, I only had like little squares to use so that the curves aren't real rounded, but. Works very well. Excellent, and we have our caller. Hi, caller, what's your name, please? Hi, this is Suzanne, how are you? Oh, good. good. What can we do for you? I was actually calling to find out if I can get a reading from Mary. Today's mm -hmm. been a little bit of a mixed bag of messages, and I'll take my answer off the air, please. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Well, let's see what we get, and thank you for calling. Um, okay. All right, so the first card, look at this. And everybody sees I shuffle the cards, so I just love this. Sometimes uh, just the harmony of the day is the higher view. And the higher view means rising up above so that you can see a bigger picture instead of getting caught up in the forest. You know, that, that mm -hmm. expression, can't see the forest for the trees, mm -hmm. meaning that small things may be a, a blocking the view of the bigger picture, that if you pan up or pan out some way, everything will make sense. And certain things that seem real big right now will become more trivial to you as well. The boundaries card. Uh, my description that I write for this is that boundaries are not hard fixed walls, they're fluid points of choice. Really, you don't want to lock someone out of your life completely. You don't want to let them in without indiscriminately. And you don't want to have to build a wall or whatever or guard a gate. You just want choice in your life. You want to say, I, okay, come on in, don't come in. And so that's really what you're learning in, in your life right now is when to say no and when to say yeah. It's not like there's a right time but what, what do you feel? And just do it then. Don't, don't try to come up with a global rule all the time. See how you feel in the moment. And don't let people bully you into making a hard, fast rule. Allow yourself to be flexible there. And the, the boundaries is interesting in conjunction with this card because the boundaries are, are talking about knowing yourself. Personal best is also talking about knowing yourself, but going into a core level and saying, I don't even, I'm not even gonna do things to tangle with other people's expectations or anything. It's just a matter of, I am looking to improve myself. And if other people wanna go with me on that journey, you're welcome to come with me. But if you're not, then I really have to just walk away. You know, sometimes you just have to. Oh, excellent. Okay, yeah. well, thank you. Mm -hmm. And our next caller. Hi, caller, what's your name, please? Hi, Mary and Neville, this is Christy. Christy, oh, hi. Hey. How are you? Hi, I'm well. Um, I was wondering if I could please have a reading, and thank you so much for the show tonight. Oh, well, oh, thank you. Welcome. Yes, absolutely. And I'll take it off the air. Okay, mm -hmm. thanks. All right. The first card is Go Deeper. Uh, the description in the book about this card says that um, sometimes we stop right before we get to the treasure within ourselves because we let fear, guilt, doubt, and worry come separate us from our, our, our prize. But really, when you look at that, there are nothing but little fish that you can just swim by. So something that looks insurmountable, that you have this fear that's stopping you from getting to that treasure, this is an absolute confirmation that it's nothing. And that when you get to the other side, you're gonna look back and see them as guppies, not even as, as, as uh, Sharks. fish. And then it's time for a new direction. And 
whenever it's time for a new direction, we know it, and often we will have known it for quite some time before we take that step. But I believe that your dream body is, is really, I don't know if you remember a dream, but your dream body is telling you that it's already happened in spirit, and so it will materialize coming up. Oh, and here we get to the dreams. Um, so that, that's confirming pretty much what I just said, that the dreams, it, it, you're, you're already dreaming it as if it were real, so it, it will come. And it's also saying don't forget about your dreams. Lay there in that solitude of your own dreams and your own desires and, and your own whatever, and do it for you. Don't worry about, you know, like sometimes our expenses and extraneous things externally, we get wrapped up into that and confuse it with us. That's not us. Okay? Excellent. Yeah. So I, I would just uh, do a, a few announcements. We are rescheduling the, your palmistry class on yes. Sunday. So mm -hmm. if you are interested, please let us know. And I tell you, you are really doing yourself a favor by taking that class. Not only is it, are you going to learn about yourself, which is wonderful, but you're going to learn how to understand other people too. Mm -hmm. So let us know if you're interested. I'm also doing an online dream class starting on Monday. So please let me know if you're interested in that. And uh, then EFT level one mm -hmm. and two is coming up in your face reading the yes. following Sunday. Yeah, not this Sunday, but next. And then later in the month, we'll have the crystal healing and, and um, gritting workshop. It's mm -hmm. a weekend thing. It's really a lot of fun, too. And then the serpent mound is coming up at the end of May. Yeah, so let's still look forward to yeah, mm -hmm. exciting events. And uh, later on, we'll be at Ruby Tuesdays, which is uh, here in Fairfax Circle. And uh, let me see, that's, that's going well. So this evening's program has been brought to you by love, mm -hmm. brought to you by the idea that you do not have to get swept up in herd mentality, that a single voice, a single spark of light uh, can reverse the entire dark polarity, because it is a polarity, uh, and it is um, in retraining yourself to think in trinities instead of good and bad, uh, opens doors in your, your thought process that were heretofore unavailable to open, heretofore invisible, because um, there is a plus and minus and neutral. There's uh, good and evil and balance. There's uh, a lot of, um, as long as we're caught on one pole or the other, we are not living up to our potential whatsoever. It's no longer about good and bad. It's simply about being it's, it's not about judgment anymore. It's about compassion. It's about uh, our ability to um, uh, prevent anything from happening by loving it, and then it won't happen because its job is to get opposition raised in you. And if you don't, if you just love it, you, you're, you're free. Yeah, we've done this many times, this concept of... And another major reminder is that you will get through this. I don't mean just your lifetime. You will ascend. You will become more conscious. You've done it countless times on countless planets. Once more, well, there we go. Yeah. You will do this. You will become enlightened to planet Earth. Will um, vote in the galactic government because we're unified. Yeah. Well, it was our joy and honor to take you to the door. Okay, and you're going through it. Just stop kidding yourself. Just do and it. others, just do this. The door this to you, difficult. the door yeah. to awakening, the door to consciousness. You really have, 
you can't just do the words. It doesn't work to, to as yeah, you would you say, know the yoga postures. You have to do the yoga. You have to live it. That's mm -hmm. what our show is about, helping you to live your truth rather and than just knowing your truth. Yeah, and you're going to. Mm -hmm. Feeling your truth, absolutely. Thank you. 